The world is getting crazier. People are acting more and more insane. The end of the world is tomorrow. 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 Thea is only one thing to do when the world is falling apart. Listen to Basil and Gonz as they discuss this week's news and events through the lens of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Canary Cry News Talk. You are listening to Canary Cry News Talk. Today is April 27th, 2020, episode 190. And this week, beast meat and UFOs. Uh, Welcome to the show. My name's Basil. And this is Gons. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for watching. If you're watching on the Face Like the Sun YouTube channel, the Facebook page, Twitch, uh, or the Face Like the Sun, no, the Canary Cry Radio YouTube page. What else is yeah. there? Yeah. Is that all of it? Yeah. How's it going? They're How's everywhere. it going, Basil? I'm doing okay, man. You know, we uh, we had a little hiccup last week for reasons that aren't important now, uh, but we're back in the saddle. I got to say, I do. I, we, I was getting so used to doing these live shows, and, uh, you know, you take a week off, and I feel a little rusty, but that's okay. We're going to get back into it. We'll get back into it. Um, our background's not moving. Let me let me try to get our background moving here. Oh, the Let's animations. See. Come on. The production value. Come on, I know, baby. I know. Well, while you, you do that, <laughs> it's let's, uh, what do you think? Should we jump right into the show? Do you want to warm up to it first? What do you think? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I, I don't okay. have a mic stand, so I have to hold my mic now. This is going to be an interesting, uh, <laughs> interesting way to do this, but there I we go. The, the you, struggles you the we have to... The struggles to overcome. I got a flippy update. Let's go. Flippy update. Do you want fries with that? That's right. For newcomer, Flippy is our colloquial name for the uh, disembodied of the robotic kind that are taking over our jobs, enslaving our children, and flirting with our spouses. And this week, I just got a short little one. You know, I noticed the the speed of robotics uh, development. We're starting to post shows faster than they can develop new robots for us to report <laughs> on. Uh, so I'm going to yeah. bring up something. This came up uh, last week. So, oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Last month. So you may have heard of it, but I thought it was very important to uh, bring to light. You know, we're always talking about flippy disembodied arms as, arms as sort of a, a proxy conversation about the robots who are sort of worming their way into our everyday lives, the uh, the enhancements and the learning and the machine learning and the AI and all these things that uh, we kind of need to keep an eye on because, man, you know, somebody's got to do it. But uh, today... Got to keep those googly eyes on Yeah, it. that's right. Today, I am uh, just bringing up uh, our, our favorite uh, Mars lander. Or Mars rover, rather. Oh, and just, uh, to, you know, if you believe in space, if you believe in Mars, um, you know, NASA's trying to tell us that uh, the Mars rover ran into a little bit of trouble uh, a little while ago last month. And to fix the problems, you know, this is NASA... Uh, they got the brightest minds. They got all the all the best technology. And in order uh, to get the Mars rover out of this little pickle that it was in last month, um, it had to hit itself with a shovel. And so uh, there you go. That's one thing you can look forward to when we eventually uh, give up all of our uh, freedoms to the robot overlords. Um, you know, at least they know how to... Great. You had to aim a shovel well. 
Fantastic. Yep. Uh, great, great, great flippy update. Um, I'm seeing people <laughs> in the chat saying things. <laughs> um, one person bringing up the uh, Peter Christian over on YouTube, uh, mentioning the the Microsoft patent, uh, the zero six zero six zero six. And hey, you know, you click around on my on the face like this on YouTube channel. I made a video like a month and a half ago about it, but nobody saw it because. Uh, you know, YouTube, they don't like sharing videos that are important to, with people. You know, that's why we uh, went with the celebrity meet for this episode. But uh, are, you, are you ready to get into some real stories? I'm here? ready, buddy. Let's let's uh, let's right, jump let's, on in. Let's do it. You don't know what you're looking at. What's driving that thing? It's not a space alien. Alien. It's unidentified. Okay. That's right. This is uh, ArsTechnica.com. Navy releases three videos that showcase unidentified objects. DOD is releasing the videos in order to clear up any misconceptions by the public. And uh, it says here, for years, UFO enthusiasts have excitedly shared three videos captured by U.S. Navy pilots that show unidentified aerial phenomena. Mm -hmm. The videos captured in November 2004 and twice in January 2015 were each publicly leaked a few years earlier, a few years after their capture. They have been publicized on yeah, the history channel. Yeah, I remember channel. we actually talked about these same videos about a year we or did, two we ago. We did, we did. And I think one of them, the one from 2004, uh, uh, L.A. Marzulli has mentioned it, you know, in several lectures and stuff. So this is like really old footage. Um, and if you haven't seen it, right. we can play some of it in the background here. I guess no sound. Yeah, you might yeah, as well. And it's, you know, they got the tracker going and the military guys are all pumped because they are, they're tracking this thing that's flying around. Um, it says here, quote... Uh, DOD is releasing the videos in order to clear up any misconceptions by the public on whether or not the footage has uh, been circulating was real or whether or not there is more to the videos. The statement reads, the aerial phenomena observed in the video remain characterized as unidentified. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty interesting. It's, it's, a uh, it looks like your typical item, unidentified item that flies very fast and, you know, well, I actually think it's pretty. This is pretty magnificent footage, especially since you got all the the military chatter. Right. I mean, we, you and I, we've spent way too much of our lives watching uh, <laughs> UFO footage, yeah. and I think this is actually some of my favorite footage. It is pretty good, um, especially because of the source that it comes from, and it's great. You can kind of watch them tracking the thing. The one where it's moving uh, way too fast considering the conditions that it's in and then just starts rotating, but is still in like con complete control, but moving in ways that, you know, no aircraft that we know of could possibly move. That's, that's one of my favorite shots. Uh, just for anybody that's complaining about lagging. Yes. Uh, internet connection has been downgraded over here. So it's, it might be a little bit laggy. Um, if you're, if you're really struggling to get through it, then you can definitely wait for the audio version, the RSS feed when we publish it afterwards to get a clean listen um, so we apologize for that. We're trying to work on it. We're trying to get that internet connection working again, but you know, you know, you know how it is. I don't right think now. we take responsibility. I'm not for taking that, responsibility man. per se. I think se. that's just the way the yeah, internet is. I know, especially right now. No. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, that slowness of the internet is thanks to um, some of the uh, the internet. Uh, I forgot what it was called. Now I'm totally forgetting. Do you know that that throttling? Yeah, I know, but like, there's a there's a reason why the internet companies aren't allowing like the technology exists for faster internet. They just don't allow a lot of people to have it anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know. The, uh, 
It's a good yeah, time. Uh, these uh, releases come amidst a resurgence of public interest in UFOs after the revelation in 2017 that the U.S. government spent $22 million from 2007 to 2012 investigating unexplained aerial phenomena. As part of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, the program's work remains murky with no definitive conclusions. A popular mechanics article from February offers a good overview of the Pentagon's secret UFO program. And I don't know about you, Basil, but I'm pretty sure they've spent way, way more than $22 million actually working on this stuff. This is like the right hand and left hand. You know, they got the, the military secret, you know, underground bases and everything. You got the, the <laughs> skunk works over at uh, Lockheed Martin. And you got all these, not just black budget programs, but your breakaway civilization programs working on this stuff. And then for the public to, uh, you know, appease them, Hey, throw $22 million at it, make it look like we're doing research. But in reality, we know that a lot of this stuff is either government craft. That's not declassified or, you know, some people suggest that it's, uh, you know, could alien be all tech, sorts of things. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Really think the alien tech. Haven't you listened to, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, yeah, my favorite, my favorite science guy, my favorite science puppet, yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this comes at a time right during um, Alien Day, which was yesterday. Did you celebrate Alien Day, Basil? I totally forgot to celebrate Alien Day. <laughs> you know, you actually bring this up every year. Every year since we <laughs> started East, you've uh, you've brought up Alien Day, and I uh, always forget and have never. Never once celebrated Alien Day. You know why? Because every day is Alien Day in my house. I don't know what that means. That's great. Uh, Elon Musk asks the question. Where are the aliens? There you go. (laughs) There's my my alien. uh, There's not much to say about this Alien Day thing other than it was Alien Day. And you can buy a giant statue of the Xenomorph for $8,000 if you want. Yeah, that's good. uh, To have, you know. You know, speaking of the, uh, speaking of Alien Day, last week we had Sam Swanson. It was he and I doing the show uh, last Friday, I believe, and we talked a little about a uh, little bit about astrology and some of the astrological things happening and how the occult likes to line All up right. their events for that. Um, and I thought, in just to keep that going, uh, I'll bring up this article real quick. This is from physicsastronomy.com. Set your alarm, Jupiter, Venus, and the moon will be aligning to form a smiley face. Yeah, smiley face. When you hear that, most likely you would think of an emotion, not planets aligning to form one. Nice. The moon, Jupiter, and Venus are going to be showing off uh, for us on the 16th of May, 2020, by aligning in a rare position that will form a smiley face in the sky. What do you think the uh, occult elites have planned for us on uh, smiley face moon day, Gons? Didn't we interview, who was it? Who did we interview that talked about the origin of the smiley face and... There's some kind You're of You're right. Thing. And the smiley face actually is used a lot of times uh, as a symbol for, I believe it's connected to Pizzagate, if I remember correctly. Was before, it was way before people talked about Pizzagate. It was like some kind of a cult. Yeah, symbolism. but I think it's still c- connected uh, some to kind of uh, the pedophilia yeah, and some things it's like possible. that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure, you know, your normal folk is going to be, hey, happy face in the sky. Uh oh, I think we just dropped. Completely. Uh oh. Did we drop the whole I don't thing? Know. We're we're very 
We're oh, we're oh, back. Man. We're back. Are we back? We're, back. we're doing okay. Okay. Back All in right. action. Wow. All right. We're still there. <laughs> All right. We're just going to keep plugging through here. Plugging so there you away. go. Keep an eye out for that, everybody. That's going to be on the 16th of May, 2020. So we're probably all going to still be locked up at that time. And uh, so you can just look out your window and see a big smiley face. Okay. Now, Gons, uh, you know what? Speaking of the beast system, baby. Speaking of the beast system. Beast, 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 beast system. Now this was uh, the this is the story I'm the most excited about Gons because <laughs> so of excited. course like a lot of people we've been uh, tracking um, uh, well basically fake meat which uh, there's a lot of different ways to make fake fake meat CRISPR got involved with it a while back uh, people have been looking for meat alternatives uh, for all sorts of reasons whether it be factory farming which. Uh, not a whole, not too many people can be stoked about, but hey, at least it keeps uh, burgers on the table. Um, all the way to uh, what is it, the Impossible Burger, that kind of stuff, and sort of the long-term global plans um, for phasing out meat, or at least saving meat uh, for the more sort of uh elite circles you know you got to have a little bit more money to get the real stuff the rest of us get the lab grown meat but this one is wild i'm reading from uh, latimes.com this is the los angeles times headlined ellen degeneres salami one company's quest uh to make meat from celebrity tissue samples what I mean, that just about says it right there. It's terrifying, uh, but I'm going to go so into gross. the actual article here. Uh, hey, by, it may the way, sound... by the way, yeah, just so yeah, you know, yeah. this article is dated March 5th, 2014. I know, which is why we should uh, check <laughs> up on Bite Labs. Um, ooh, I, tr- I try to go to Bite Labs, uh, which is the company promoting this, and uh, my... My several security programs say that's a very bad idea. So I don't okay. recommend anybody do that. <laughs> but still, we, we got to, this is, so this was, must have been early on in the uh, fake meat um, movement. But here we go. It may sound like the makings of a bad science fiction movie, a company that harvests human tissue to make meat products such as salami, but a new startup called Bite Labs is claiming to want to make human test tube meat a reality, and they want to use celebrities to do it. Quote, at the moment, our primary goal is to provoke discussion and debate around topics of bioethics and celebrity culture, said Martin from the Bite Labs team. He says he wishes to remain anonymous at this time uh, due to the controversy surrounding the focus of the company. Okay. Okay, Martin, if that is your real name. (laughs) Quote, we will see inefficiency, environmental hazards, and ethical problems in the world's food production and distribution. There are exciting opportunities to disrupt these industries while opening new ways to consume celebrity culture. A little bit of a funny ha-ha there. Consume celebrity culture. Do we believe that? This is more likely the work of provocateurs who want to start a lab meat discussion and not actually use Kanye West uh, to make cured meat. Here's how it'll work. According to the Bite Labs website, a sample of tissue containing myosatellite cells 
the type of cells that help repair and regrow damaged muscle, will be taken from a person during a biopsy. Those cells are multiplied in a lab using a medium that acts as an artificial blood to grow muscle. Once the cells are mature enough, they will be ground and mixed with different kinds of meat, spices, fats, and oils for flavor using one of the company's quote, time-honored recipes for the creation of fine-cured meats, including human cells. Uh, it will then be stuffed into casing seasons, uh, seasoned again, then dry-aged and cured before packaging for distribution. The company outlines how this type of test tube meat would eliminate environmental and ethical concerns associated with livestock production, claiming its celebrity meat production would require less than 1% of the land used in traditional farming. The site also notes the lab meats will not be affected by growth hormones or come into contact with any pesticides or chemicals. And as far as the celebrity angle, you know, I love that. No pesticides, no chemicals, not, no growth hormones, just, just, celebrity. just human <laughs> beings. <laughs> and this will play yeah, into gross. the sort of, uh, um, uh, oh my gosh, what is the word? You know, when you eat people. Cannibalism? Yeah, that's the one. And as far as the celebrity angle, Bite Labs is hoping they can use celebrities to warm people up to the idea of consuming the meat. Quote, that is our hope, to get celebrities on board, sample their cells, and then use them to mass produce artisanal salami, said Martin. That is your real name. We're in agile mode right now, scaling our user base and attracting celebrities as partners. Bite Labs has sample celebrity meat descriptions on its website written by Bite Labs representative Kevin and food designers on the Bite Lab team. All first names <laughs> Just all here. go by first name, yeah. We've got Weird. Martin and we've got Kevin. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about this place, man. There are sample descriptions for James Franco, Kanye West, Jennifer Lawrence, and Ellen DeGeneres. None of these celebrities are actually affiliated with the company. In case you're wondering... Degenerous salami is described as, quote, black pepper with garlic with a playful kick of mustard. Give the Ellen salami a highly approachable and well-rounded flavor. The description notes Degenerous's meat would uh, be blended with ostrich. I don't know why that's a bonus. What? Why would we blend it with ostrich? Uh, and finish with a hint of brandy and shallots. Uh, so there you go. This is, uh, this is just the opener to a, uh, a look back into what we're looking at with the food. Obviously, like you mentioned, there's a little bit of an older article. Uh, if you try to go to Bite Lab's website, <laughs> if you have any effective virus protection at all, they're just not even going to let yeah, you let, go there. Let, let me, let me um, see if I can go there real quick. Yeah, let me do see if it lets you uh, go. Maybe Bite Labs is just, I'm sorry, maybe my, uh, no, no. my protection software is just being no. a little bit overprotective. Yeah, it's not letting me. It says it's, uh, yeah. It's telling me, yeah, uh, so. And melt those babies into candles. Okay, oh, so it sounds like, yeah, th this probably didn't get off the ground for obvious reasons. But, Gons, I wanted to use this story as a doorway into some other things I want to talk about regarding meat and the food supply and where we're headed, um, especially due to uh, coronavirus. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about some Chinese pork, Gons. Chinese pork. Okay, hold on. Uh... Welcome to Chinese 
That's right. Now I'm taking this from the gatewaypundit.com. The article is titled China Billionaire Undermines U.S. Food Supply, Shuts Down Pork Plants in Multiple States, But Beef Packers Are Not Affected for Some Strange Reason. Um, I don't know if I'm going to read this whole thing, but basically what's going on is, uh, as many of you may have heard, there are some coronavirus uh, infected workers at Smithfield Foods, the world's largest pork processor and hog producer, has been making headlines for shutting down plants in three states after a rash of coronavirus diseases hit its Sioux Falls, South Dakota operation. Less well known, its Chinese billionaire owner, Wan Long who took a small state-owned meat processing plant and expanded it into a multinational company with more than $24 billion in annual sales. Now the owner of Nathan's Famous Hot Dogs and Cook's Ham is scrambling to contain one of the largest coronavirus hotspots in the U.S. CEO Wan took over the Chinese state-owned pork producer before expanding globally. Wan Long, who uh, at age 80, 80 is chairman and CEO of WH Group, is the firm's largest individual shareholder with a roughly 16% stake, uh, blah, blah, blah. Talking about this, uh, this guy owns a lot of the company. Um, so this was Smithfield's Foods, which is, I believe they account for 25% of uh, America's pork industry. Which is pretty, that's a pretty large percent for one company uh, to be, you know, have a hold on that much of the pork industry. And, uh, yep, they had some coronavirus, so they're shutting down factories all over the place, which is, uh, which I think this Gateway Pundit article asks a good question, which is, why is pork getting shut down. Now there's a whole lot of angles regarding uh, China sort of undermining uh, the US food um, chain, the the food supply yeah. chain uh, by shutting down all these these meat factories. We've already seen a little bit of uh, premiums go up in pork in the United States. Um, and I, I, you know, the question is, why don't we see this going on anywhere else? Well, recently there's been some other stories about, uh, you know, there's the farmers have been coming out and, and talking about this, but uh, chickens, chickens have been the most recent uh, industry hit pretty hard. There's farmers having to put down millions of chickens uh, because the the reefs just don't exist to process the chickens. So here's the thing. I mean, I don't want to freak anybody out, but uh, meat, the meat supply chain might start getting a little bit shaky. I actually yeah. just recently got myself a nice big garage freezer. I'm planning on, uh, you know, getting some emergency meat just to keep it around, you know. <laughs> emergency meat. Um, yeah, you know, the best thing to do is to look for the closest local farms that are going to, you know, that are growing or, you know, uh, that, that produce some kind of meat, whether it be bison or rabbit and, uh, go support them. Cause, uh, you know, these big chains, it's no good, man. And you've probably consumed some of this stuff without even knowing it. And, uh, every time you do, you're, you're making this China dude rich, but you know, the, yeah, oh. well, 
first of all, a lot of people, and I would say probably a larger percentage of our listeners compared to other people's listeners, already don't eat pork. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sort of biblical reasons, which is totally legit. Yeah. Um, you know, and pork is kind of weird in the first place. So you know, if you're if you're not too worried about the the pork problem, then that's not. Uh, yeah, but even still, problem. It, it's it goes across the board. You know, it's it's pork right now because of the China thing, but they're gonna and gonna chicken, become, yeah, and chicken. It's yeah, it's gonna become harder becoming and harder. a problem. Yeah, so yeah, support so your local farms, su- people. There you go. Support your local farms, and uh, you know, there's still meat being produced. Just you know, and I don't think anybody really, when you see the the reality of factory farming. I don't think anybody necessarily would choose a factory farmed uh, steak over a, you know, smaller farm steak. I think, I think we can all get on board there. Well, it's going to become even more important to support the, the, your local farmers and stuff, because according to the wall mm -hmm. street journal here, house votes to remove country of origin labels on meat sold in us. Well, there you go. There you go, right there, and that's part of the problem that you we're don't looking at. Know where at. your meat's coming yeah. from? Yeah, that's that's even worse. So I I can't even get into this. Whole I know story the here. Wall Street Journal wants us a... to pay for this. We could probably find the story somewhere else. Why don't you do that? Since you got a better keyboard than I do, I'm stuck in my virtual reality hands here. Um, uh, I can, but uh, but yeah, the there you go. Now this this was also from a while back, but uh, you know you combine all these things together. And uh, it's not looking good, A, for pork lovers, and also, you know, we'll see how this continues to spread throughout the, the food chain. Not trying to spread panic here, but it is important to keep an eye on how things are going. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Are we ready to move on from the meat? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Blah, 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 blockchain. Booyah. ZDNet. Right, ZDNet.com, LG CNS trials facial payment service using digital currency. Payment will make okay. payment will be made through a registered digital currency. LG CNS. You know what? Real quick, yeah. real quick, yeah. Gons. Before you go in there, uh-huh. I want to head over to. Hold on, I'm refreshing the Twitch. Okay. See if we've gotten any new followers. Okay, we have. We've gotten three new followers. I want to say hi to, uh, ooh, I got to take this closer. Miso Video, de, 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 nice. I'm not going to try too hard to uh, figure that one out. Jim Bob Billy Bobber. <laughs> Thank you guys for following us over on Twitch. Uh, we, I would love to try to hit uh, 140 new followers on Twitch this week. Um, so if you're over on YouTube or anywhere else, I understand if you want to give Susan Wojcicki all your money and your attention. Here's the thing. We do not sell advertising on this show. We don't believe in selling your attention to uh, corporations in order to support ourselves. But that being said, during this time where a lot of people are being affected, um, you know, we're the same way. We're only essential employees of this podcast. And so if you're over there giving uh, giving Susan Wojcicki the chance to make some money off of your viewership over on YouTube, please consider going to twitch.tv slash canary cry radio guns you can drop that link in the chat there um if you please consider doing that if you go watch on twitch it gives us a, a much better chance 
to uh, support ourselves through these live streams. And uh, we're trying to make partner over there. But I would love to see 100 or so more followers this week. Um, I'd consider that a huge uh, uh, favor to us. And um, if I'm able to do it on the show, I'll give you a shout out if you come follow us. So please do that. Um, anything else? I think that's I got to say, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're supposed to read this article. But before you do... I got to mm-hmm. say the names, like the, the handle names of p- the people in Twitch are far more entertaining and better than the ones I'm seeing from YouTube. <laughs> I know. The because Twitch uh, people I just got to say best, YouTube. Man. Yeah. There's a couple good ones in YouTube, but I got to say the Twitch one's uh, really creative and entertaining a lot. Well, more, you know what uh, it fun. is? It's, you know, people get their, they make their YouTube account. Like, you know, they've all been watching YouTube forever. They made their account long, long ago, maybe even before right. they started waking up. You know, here's an, here's the benefit to Twitch for you guys is you you head over to Twitch. You got to make an account. This is not a Google company. You, you can't just log in with your Google account like YouTube does. You got to make an account, which is totally worth it because you have a chance to redeem yourself for maybe a bad <laughs> username on YouTube. You yeah, can make up a go. whole new username. And it's great. We got a lot of great usernames over there. So there you go. Head over to Twitch, people. Twitch.tv slash Canary Cry Radio. It's a great way to support Gons and I. I see people wanting to give us bits. Uh, We did make affiliate. Um, We just have to go through the process of getting that approved. But we are also well on our way to partner. And that's when Gons and I can really start uh, supporting ourselves over on Canary Cry Radio. Or sorry, twitch.tv slash Canary Cry Radio. So go do that right now, people. I'm reloading. Let's see if we got any more people over there. Still no new followers. Come on, guys. All right, Gons, continue. (laughs) Okay. No, you're supposed to read this. Oh, I am. Here I go. ZDNet. ZDNet.com is loading LG CNS Trials Facial Payment Service using digital currency. LG CNS is trialing a facial payment service at its employee cafeteria that uses digital currency, the company said on Thursday. The service uses a designated reader equipped with artificial intelligence software to recognize Faces. After faces are recognized, payments are then automatically made using a pre-registered community currency, LGCNS said. Gons, if you throw the picture at the top of this article up on the stream there, uh, apparently this little facial recognition reader can can, uh, read your face even while everybody's wearing masks. I was going to say, yeah, you can totally tell. I mean, the lady here is not even in the range of the green outline of the the head but for some reason apparently you don't even need to be uh, up close it reads yeah. it reads your thoughts basil the yeah, ai I knows know. your brain it's true man i just want to uh talk to joyce and george in the chat over on youtube he says does twitch save your videos or is it only live streams twitch saves uh videos for a few weeks but twitch is mainly dedicated to uh live streaming so they save a lot of their bandwidth and servers uh for live streaming thanks for the uh, question joyce and george and so watch live on Twitch, but then you can go back into the archives uh, a few weeks on Twitch. Um, but of course, we got the rest of our stuff on Facebook and YouTube. 
It's just the way of the world. Okay, continuing with the story. The aim of service is to make payments more convenient and reduce unnecessary contact in comparison to smart tags or mobile QR code payments, the company added. According to LGCNS, the whole system uses the cloud. <laughs> I love that. This is the most ambiguous thing to possibly that you could possibly say. The whole system uses the cloud, man. Uh, the trial is currently using one reader and one counter located at uh, one of the company's office cafeterias. But there are plans to expand the service to more restaurants and stores across the company, LGCNS said. It will also continue to test AI, cloud, and blockchain technologies to foster new services that promote agile work going forward, it said. In February, the company deployed a facial recognition gate service at its headquarters in Seoul, in Seoul. Uh, the gate solution has already been deployed to 26 different gates so far across LG CNS's headquarters, with the company hoping to eventually expand the new gate control service to some 170 of its clients. The facial recognition gate service is currently being used to measure the temperatures of its employees and check whether they are wearing masks in light of the COVID-19 outbreak, LG CNS said. The company is also developing a blockchain-based food distribution platform to provide accurate information to consumers on where foods uh, served in local school cafeterias are sourced. And then yada, 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 they try to sell us on all the cool stuff LG is doing. Uh, but there you go, man. Uh, this, this combines so many aspects of what we talk about. It's crazy. First of all, the food supply chain is slipped in there, yep. which is our current concern. Then you got facial recognition, which can uh, take your temperature, make sure you're wearing a mask simply by looking at your face. Um, and digital payments, uh, digital currency, blockchains thrown in there. I mean, this is another, we've been hitting a lot of these stories recently where it's like everything that we track and pay attention to is being combined yeah. and it's all thanks to COVID-19. Yeah, um, so there convenient. you go. And as usual, they're going to be testing this uh, within the company first, make sure it can work. And then I guarantee you, this will not be far off for the rest of us, especially if this COVID-19 nonsense continues. Yes. And, you know, you have all this payment stuff, you got all this AI verification, everything else. And uh, there's another aspect to this is is paying for it. Blah, 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 blockchain. CNBC, still like that jingle. McDonald's is reportedly part of China's digital currency trial. Speaking of food and money and blockchain and all that. And yep. uh, it says here, McDonald's is among a handful of companies taking part in a new pilot program for China's upcoming digital yuan. According to mm. state-backed media, that's propaganda, as the world's second largest <laughs> economy pushes forward with its plans for an electronic currency. The People's Bank of China, the country's central bank, has been developing a digital currency over the past few years. While mm -hmm. there are very few details at the moment, uh, a moment about its exact design, it's unlikely to resemble popular cryptocurrency Bitcoin which supports anonymity and decentralization. That is, it's not issued by a central authority. Hey, good job, CNBC, summarizing the, the <laughs> wow. positive aspects of Bitcoin. Uh, China's digital yuan will be issued by the PBOC, and the focus appears to be making digital payments easier and faster. CNN didn't even the mention that uh, Bitcoin's used for criminal activity. Good job. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Oh, McDonald's, Starbucks, and Subway are the three U.S. firms among 19 companies in total that will be participating in the digital currency trial in Xiong'an, which held a promotional event on Wednesday's state-backed Securities Times reported. Mm-hmm. However, a Starbucks spokesperson told CNBC the company is, quote, not participating in any digital currency trial in China. Okay. Huh. Uh, McDonald's and Subway were not immediately available for comment when contacted by CNBC. The central government agency reportedly overseeing the project did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Imagine that, the Chinese Communist Party not wanting to uh, respond. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Zhang An, in a special district about 86 miles southwest of Beijing in Hebei province, and is President Xi Jinping's personal project for building a new economic center. That was a weird sentence. Did I read it wrong? Probably. (laughs) It's unclear, though, how much progress has been made since its launch in 2017. Xi emphasized in a speech on Thursday that the country would step up development of 5G, Uh artificial intelligence, and other technologies at a massive scale known as new infrastructure. Mm. That is the fourth industrial revolution. That is the uh, uh, UN Agenda 2030 Sustainable Development, but happening in China, which is uh, much more, you know, communist and all that. The announcement of that pilot program, which appeared to focus on retail and catering, follows another recent test in Suzhou, where the digital yuan was being used to give subsidies to local workers for transport. Further tests will be done in Shenzhen and Chengdu and ahead of the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. The PBOC said, according to state-backed Zhang Xinhua, or Xinhua News in a report on April 17th, uh, the central bank made clear the digital currency has not officially launched. Earlier this month, a screenshot circulated on social media purported to show a new app from the Agricultural Bank of China, which will now or which will allow users to use the digital yuan. Uh, and it goes kind of on and on here about the digital yuan. But, you know... Um, We've covered, we've been tracking this whole central bank digital currency, the CBDC, and it was it was literally like a year and a half ago that the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, gave out these kits to all the central banks and said, hey, start developing your digital currency because, you know, hey, something's up and we're going to have to switch over to the digital currency. Right. Uh, and, uh, China, there were rumors about this digital yuan for a, a while now, like, you know, 2017. So about three years. And, um, one of the earliest reports was that the first people who would actually get the distribution of the, the currency would be the big companies, the Alibaba's and the, uh, whatever other big Chinese companies are. And the McDonald's and, um, it's just, and the subway. Well, the McDonald's and the subways are the American companies, but, uh, it was actually the Chinese, the big Chinese companies. Oh yeah. Right. And, and and now it's coming to the American companies, which is interesting because, you know, currently we're in this corporate communism thing with all the giant bailouts of the big corporations. Um, and, and, you know, this is just a foreshadowing of what we're likely to see in the United States when it comes to a digital dollar that we've been tracking as well. And, um, you know, there's some people really excited about that. Some people that are really scared about it, but, you know, we're just going to keep pressing forward here and, uh, Keep track of it because, yeah. you know, part of part of the, you know, people talk about the cashless society and, right. and all this stuff. I think I think in a world where we both have cash and a digital currency, like a, an actual digital dollar, the option that that's more of the safe way to go about it. You know, if we're going to have a digital dollar, obviously the dollar right now is 
you know, it's mostly digital anyway. I think like 92% of actual money is digital already, but right. you know, they, they want better tracking. They want better, all this kind of stuff, especially with the advent of things like Bitcoin and other, a little more privacy and decentralized systems. So, um, you know, there's going to be a choice for people to make when it comes to, Hey, are we going to have sovereign digital money or are we going to have government issued, uh, you know, more, uh, surveilled digital money? And I think that's what these big central banks all around the world are doing because, uh, people are starting to wake up to the reality of the situation with the financial infrastructure. And, um, you know, uh, you've seen the meme, right, Basil? The brr meme. Yes, people always yes, talk about. You love yeah, the brr meme. I love it. You I love it the brr meme. Show before I did. It's just it's hilarious, but um, it really is bringing to light the problems with the monetary system. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have studied fractional reserve banking and all that, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And it's, just it's a, a big, it's a big scam. Just to give a little bit of a background for those who may not, you know, have caught every single one of our shows before, just to give you an idea, you mentioned that, you know, 92% of dollars that uh, exist in the, the world really exist on a computer in a digital bank account. You know, that's not necessarily all cash. Um, and so you think, well, what's the difference between, you know, the dollar in my bank account that I can see on my app versus the uh, one of these cryptocurrency dollars. And the difference is that each one of, uh, say there's a digital, a crypto dollar, um, the way blockchain is uh, set up, the way that it exists, makes it so every uh, dollar is not just a number, it's actually an extant sort of individualized digital asset. And what that right. means is that uh, each of these digital dollars will have a complete record of every fingerprint it's touched, uh, every person who's ever received it, everything it's ever gone to spend, uh, every every person who's paid with it, everything that's been bought with it, every digital dollar will come with an immutable record of everything right. that has been used for. And that's kind of, of course, where the uh, massive amounts of control and surveillance comes in without even thinking about it. You know, right now we think of surveillance, you know, you hop on your phone, you use Google Maps, you're like, okay, well, of course, this is getting recorded, but imagine, you know, every dollar you spend getting put on your permanent record and then, uh, you know, having the traceability and everything like that. It's just uh, really one of, it's hard to imagine any higher level of surveillance than, uh, you know, having every dollar you spend be accounted for and reported to some central government. I mean, that's yeah. why cash exists is to, I mean, it doesn't exist specifically for anonymity, but the beautiful thing about a paper dollar is that it doesn't uh, go on your permanent record, no matter what you, <laughs> every move you make. But with it, it also, but it also is the most laundered currency in the world as well. So yeah, yeah right. you got to give and take true. a little bit, give and take, give and take. Okay. What are we getting into? Getting some AI stuff. Yeah. Before you jump into it, I want to give some shout outs to some new Twitch followers, baby. So coming in into the ranks of the Twitch army, the Canary Cry Radio Twitch army, we've got, oh my gosh, I, this is so hard to read. We've got Finally Aware. Thank you, Finally Aware. We've got Vesa60, uh, V3 Sa60. Thank you, Ye Yeshua Aholic. Welcome to the club. 
Ebola O three two nine. We've got M Morv Morv M M O R V. Welcome. Pinspin1701, oh gosh, I just had a nightmare reality occur to me that people could make uh, make me say something. I don't need, it can make me say some bad things. <laughs> you can make Basil say whatever you, you can, want, just yes. put it in your handle and he'll have to read it. That's That's how you get him to, yeah, that's how you do <laughs> you it. Join Twitch and I have to read out whatever your name is. So go to go nuts. And uh, did I already say Miso Video? I think I shout out Miso Video. But you if did. I didn't, there you, you go. What's up? Miso Video right. gets two. So thank you guys for joining the Twitch over there. Um, and that's the thing, people. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook or wherever you're watching, watching over on twitch.tv slash canarycryradio is the best place to watch live. It helps Gons and I out uh, quite a bit, support ourselves during this hard time as we uh, you know, are only essential employees of basically each other <laughs> and you guys. Actually, no, we are your essential employees folks out there That's listening right. we work for you so uh there you can now you need to pay, <laughs> pay us. <laughs> great great you pitch. know right, we're it's gonna move wild on times here. man i have to get blatant out there i know i know all right so we're gonna talk some ai artificial, artificial intelligence so there's been a lot of stories out there about ai and you know we've covered it for a while and of course ai is gonna save everything the the, the coronas it's going to save the coronas, right? Yeah. Uh, oops. Here we go. This is um, MSN.com. India, Israel, looking at joint development of COVID-19 vaccine, use of artificial intelligence to diagnose virus. Mm. And it says here that uh, India and Israel are jointly, jointly exploring the use of artificial intelligence to diagnose COVID-19 spread, even as both are looking for cooperation for the development of the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing. i got a couple things highlighted here. Uh, let's see. Speaking to our diplomatic correspondents, Sidat Sibal from Tel Aviv, India's envoy to Israel, Sanjeev Singla, said India has supplied Israel with hydrochloroquine and other medical supplies. Mm, great. And the mission has been reaching out to stranded students. Four Indians have been tested, uh, have been tested COVID-19 positive in Israel with one of them recovering and has been discharged Four Basil. This is a pandemic. Mm. Um, the, uh, the embassy has been in close touch with nearly 15,000 Indian community in Israel, comprising of caregivers, high-tech workers, students, and others. In the early days of the coronavirus outbreak in Israel, an emergency point of contact was designated by the embassy for any corona-related query from the Indian community. The embassy also provocative or proactively reached out to our Indian students for quick sharing of information and responding to their queries. And we continue to update relevant information such as the Israeli and Indian government advisories on a regular basis on our website and our social media handles. As the number of cases in Israel increased, we took the initiative to dis uh, distribute proactive masks, gloves, and hand sanitizers to Indian students and caregivers spread all over Israel. Uh, the, we also counseled many anxious community members and allayed their fears by providing them proper information. Proper information, Basil. Thankfully, only four Indians have confirmed cases of COVID-19 so far, of whom one is completely recovered and has been discharged. We are in regular touch with the patients as well as relevant Israeli authorities regarding their uh, being well-being and care. And um, during this interview here, they got the back and forth. 
Sanjeev Singla says, one big area of collaboration relates to the use of AI in diagnosing the spread of such pandemics, new therapies, as also in new methodologies in the development of vaccines, a process that is generally long, expensive and, uh, expensive and uncertain. Technical experts from both sides are engaging to explore possibilities for joint cooperation in this regard. And, uh, you know, Israel's a, a leader in tech. Uh, it's almost like a second Silicon Valley over there. They got a lot of uh, advanced technology going on as well. So it's something to keep an eye on. And, you know, I just think it's interesting that they're they're pushing for the AI thing. And, you know, are they really going to be able to pull off AI and use AI the way they're claiming to use it? It's a big question. Are you asking me? I th- <laughs> I'm asking you. I think so, man. I don't know. There's a lot of... I go back and forth on it because on one hand, you read all the PR and the hype that comes out and it seems possible. And on the basic levels of what you, you know, uh, over the years, you and I have familiarized ourselves with a lot of the tech, the, the real deep tech aspects of things like artificial intelligence and blockchain and all those things. So we can actually have an okay, a fairly technical conversation. Um, Right. And it's really when you start talking about the technical specifics of uh, AI missions like this that it does kind of start to seem like a lot of hype. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. we're also, I, you know, I'm also not necessarily a technical pro, but from what I know, it, it's hard to get too excited about this. Right, which goes into, I was trying to set you up for the next article. Oh. Artificial intelligence. Thanks. I wasn't looking at that. I was busy looking at the. Uh, I was busy. <laughs> I like threw you a perfect pitch, and you just weren't. You weren't even looking. Sorry, at the ball. I was read. I was trying to track down some things in the chat because somebody was mad at me, and I didn't know why. So I was pretty deep back in the chat. I was trying to figure out if okay. uh, I didn't give them a shout out or something. <laughs> Um, so anyway, sorry about that. Uh, but two more shout outs, Turok 65 and body Bonnie and Clyde coins. Okay. And Bonnie Ooh. and Clyde coins said in the chat that, uh, they have a channel and, uh, to give right. them a shout out, go check it out. I think it's a Twitch channel. Maybe Bonnie and Clyde coins. Let us know. I don't know. People go search Bonnie and Clyde coins. Sounds fun. Hopefully I didn't, uh, hopefully you're not in the Illuminati. Um, Okay. <laughs> yes, here we go. The real article, Wired.com. Artificial intelligence won't save us from coronavirus. Aww. There you go. There's your answer to the question. <laughs> Sorry, Israel Sorry, and India. Sorry, Israel and India. Wired says no. We personally apologize, India and Israel. Artificial intelligence is here to save us from coronavirus, period. It spots new outbreaks, identifies people with fevers, diagnoses cases, prioritizes the patients most in need, reads the scientific literature, and is on its way to creating a cure. (sighs) If only. (laughs) As the world confronts the outbreak of coronavirus, many have allotted AI as our omniscient secret weapon. Although corporate press releases and some media coverage sings its praises, AI will will play only a marginal role in our fight against COVID-19. While there is undoubtedly ways in which it will be helpful, and even more so in future pandemics, at the current moment, technologies like data reporting, telemedicine, and conventional diagnostic tools are far more impactful. So, how can you avoid falling for the AI hype? 
In a recent Brookings Institute report, I identified the necessary Mm. heuristics for a healthy skepticism of AI claims around COVID-19. Let's start with the most important rule. Always look to the subject matter experts. Always, always ask the experts. If they are applying AI, fantastic. If not, be wary of AI applications from software companies that don't employ those experts. Data is always dependent on its context, which takes expertise to understand. Does data from China apply to the United States? How long might exponential growth continue? By how much will our interventions reduce transmission? All models, even AI models, make assumptions about questions like these. If the modelers don't understand those assumptions, their models are more likely to be harmful than helpful. Thankfully, in the case of Mm. COVID-19, epidemiologists know quite a bit about the context of the data. Even though the virus is new and there is much to be learned, there is tremendous depth of expertise around what questions to ask and how they can be answered. Modern statistical questions, sorry, modern statistical epidemiologists, gee, oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> modern st- your googly eyes are failing st- st- you i know hold on i gotta bring it closer oh there we go it's all blurry as far away modern statistical epidemiology dates to the early 1900s which means the field is incorporating a century of scientific research into its analysis in contrast machine learning methods tend to assume that everything can be learned directly from a data set without incorporating the broader scientific context uh what do you think? Should we read this whole thing? Yeah, let's do it. You can. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's we might as well, bad. except for I totally lost my spot. Here we go. Consider, for example, the claim that AI was the first to detect the coronavirus. That is true. Blue, uh, Blue Dot in uh, Toronto, Canada uh, detected coronavirus back before anybody in December. Machine learning is very dependent on historical data to create meaningful insights. Since there is no database of prior COVID-19 outbreaks, AI alone cannot predict the spread of this new pandemic. What's more, Mm. the claim implicitly overstates the ability of AI to inform uh, inform us about huge and rare events, which is not the strength of AI at all. As it turns out, while software may have sounded the alarm, uh, grasping the significance of the outbreak required human analysis, which is why nobody uh, why uh, nobody uh, listened uh, to Blue Dot when it said so. Well, well, before you go on, though, mm-hmm. even before then, we had the, uh, the Event 201. Uh-huh. We had the Event 201 uh, simulations, right? Yeah, totally. So those simulations are similar with AI in that you know you, you, the inputs and uh, the desired outcome or whatever outcome you get is very contingent on the input data that you put in. Mm-hmm. So uh, same thing with machine learning. All of these things they have these, you know, they have a black box, so to speak. That's what they call it. Yeah. Where you have all this information input, and then you kind of tinker with the way the data comes out, but in between. Not really sure how the information is being sorted and found and all that. Totally something to keep in mind, people, is that uh, even AI experts don't know everything that happens within an AI. All right. Then there's a, uh, then there is a paragraph about Blue Dot, which we already know about here. Um, That said, you should not trust all individualized estimates from AI. Yada yada. I think we kind of get the yaddy, point. Yaddy. I don't think we got to read eight more paragraphs about not trusting AI. I think we're all on the. <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think we've been doing that for. 
<laughs> doing that for a long time. Yeah, I think we've been doing that Everyone for three years. Here. So there you go. I thought this was very interesting. If we're just going to kind of talk about the existence of this uh, this article, I think it's very interesting on in Wired uh, Magazine, Wired.com, at least the online version, um, that they did kind of put a, uh, a tempering – uh, spin on this article you know usually especially with these tech mags um you know artificial intelligence is god we must answer right. to the robots um but they're really starting to uh kind of pull back on that which i think is a very interesting detail yeah hopefully it's because Maybe the application isn't working the way they thought, or maybe maybe it's out of hand. Maybe behind the They've scenes, they've lost the control. Self aware. <laughs> yeah, it's they lost control. They got to change the narrative and try to to tame it down. That is That's so the other funny. possibility, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. All right, another Twitch okay. shout out. We've got a couple more followers on Twitch. They are helping us. They are our new best friends. Um, the new followers on Twitch kill Mister Pootaboo. <laughs> Like good one. and truth be told 627 thank you guys for following us on twitch and those who are not following us on twitch get there now man that's the place to be stop giving susan wajiki your uh, all your attention um mm -hmm. we'll have all sorts of fun new ways for gons and i to support ourselves uh we are your essential employees bringing you uh the stuff to keep an eye on um but also try you know we're, we're not about fear-mongering here we're not about keeping people scared there's enough people trying to keep you scared uh, we're keeping in mind that the war is already won okay there's a uh, somebody on twitch uh incarnate unlimited i know i just saw that he does he's really mad at me for some reason so here's a shout out to incarnate unlimited i don't know what i did to make you so mad uh, well, but uh, he, uh, here's he, a shout out for you he, he said that uh he sang with Metallica when he was 18 on MTV. So good job there. And I actually, um, I'll tell a quick Metallica story because, uh, okay. I had oh, a, you sang with Metallica. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, okay, that's, that's, cool. that's fun. I, uh, one of my, my best friends won mm -hmm. a radio competition and, um, he won tickets to go to Metallica HQ. This is like a years ago. And so uh -huh. I got to go and I got to meet the guys and hang out and I got to hang out in that room where they rehearsed and, you know, got, That's got to see cool. them play. It was a cool experience. And I played, uh, some, some hoop with, uh, Kirk Ham Hammett and, uh, and Lars actually Lars didn't really play, but it was a yeah. good time. A little, cool. little, little Metallica story. Also, I probably went uh, half death because of, uh, a Metallica concert back in, uh, I don't know, 98 or something. I'm old, Basil. I'm man, an old man. I get it, man. And yeah, as long as we're talking about metal, you know, I was never a huge <laughs> metalhead, although I respect it. And uh, many of my friends are metalheads. Um, I got to hang out with the Dragon Force for a night. Oh, yeah. All right. So yeah, you we, met the, uh, I don't know his name, but he's the, the shredder guy with the long hair. I think his name's Herman. Herman. That's right. Yes. Herman. Yeah, I met Herman. Cool guy. All right. Good yeah. job. Okay. All right. All right. There you go, metalheads. Okay. Um, Let's see here. My turn. Where were we? We all just vaccinate. Herd immunity. Get your shots on. All right. This is the independent.co.uk. Coronavirus. U.S. will not participate in WHO vaccine project after Trump turned against it. Yeah. Very exciting. 
Yeah, this is actually, you know, just whatever you think of Trump, I guess this is some positive here. The U.S. will not participate in the global effort with the World Health Organization to help drugs and a vaccine or to develop drugs and a vaccine to combat the coronavirus. A spokesperson for the U.S. mission told Reuters that, quote, there will be no U.S. official participation Mm. in the program, which aims to speed the development of a vaccine and share resources in the fight against the virus. He said, quote, We look forward to learning more about this initiative in support of international cooperation to develop a vaccine for COVID-19 as soon as possible, end quote. The nation's withdrawal from collaborative international efforts in the wake of the pandemic follows Donald Trump's announcement that the U.S. would suspend funding to the WHO after he accused the United Nations agency of, quote, covering up the coronavirus outbreak from China. He attacked the organization as he faced similar criticisms after reports showed that he had dismissed or ignored warnings about the threat of the outbreak from his administration for several weeks. A global initiative to accelerate the development of the potential vaccine was launched by the French president or by French president Emmanuel Macron and German chancellor Angela Merkel, among other world leaders on Friday. President Macron told the meeting uh, that the, that the group hopes to quote, reconcile around this joint initiative both China and the U.S., because this is about saying the fight against COVID-19 is a common human good and there should be no division in order to win this battle. The group Mm -hmm. has pledged to provide access to treatment and vaccines to other nations, commit to other international partnership and share research efforts, and make informed group decisions about the response. It pledges starkly, uh, its pledges starkly contrast with the largely isolationist tone of the Trump administration's response, leaving state and local government to fend for themselves, absent of consistent federal effort that could rely on a global support network. And um, this, look, the WHO, um, as an organization, we've known who's behind the WHO, the United Nations, and who's really behind that. It's all about the 2030 agenda and the, the same people behind, uh, you know, the Julian Huxley's and, and all the elite bloodline there. They've been a part of this for a long time. You have the, the Maitreya stuff that, you know, people don't bring up as much right now, but uh, one of the earliest things that, you know, that I researched and, and actually there was a documentary called the age of Aquarius that really exposed uh, by Keith Thompson, it really exposed the involvement of Maitreya and um, uh, this alleged savior figure, uh, Benjamin Krem, I think was the guy's name, who ran it at the UN and was suggesting or pointing to Maitreya as the savior figure. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a whole meditation room at the UN and all this kind of stuff. It's bad news. So in that sense, good job, Trump, for, you know, pulling the money out from the who, you know, funding the who and all this and not participating in this vaccine thing um, and, and leaving it up to the States. I, I kind of, you know, it's interesting because a lot of people, you know, you go on Twitter and stuff and people are like, oh, what, what are we getting the Trump, you know, all the Trump hate going on. Right. And I'm not like super pro Trump. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, uh, this is one good move, but also, <laughs> um, uh, and I lost my point. I forgot what I was going to say. It had something to do with, uh, it's something to do with, um, the, the whole idea of, uh, oh boy, uh, whatever it has That's to do okay. with, you know, yeah, I'm, I'll try to, I'm looking I'll try to remember. The, I'm looking at the chat. It's very interesting because of all the different conspiracies, uh, revolving around all this. There's a lot of different, uh, points of view to take on this. 
I mean, I see, uh, you know, people talking about uh, the CIA letting it loose during the military uh, sporting. It's basically like the Olympics, but for veterans, I think, I believe. Um, okay. That was held in China. I just saw a whole big thing about that. Not as not a theory that I had heard before, but then just recently I saw it exploding. Um, the fact of the matter is I just really don't know. But um, what was I going to say? I was looking at the chat here. I saw something yeah, important. The, the chat is distracting in that you, you forget it's what so you're talking distracting. about. <laughs> I know. I stopped. I didn't look at it for like the first half a show, and then I started looking at it, and it's distracting me. Um, I do got to say, though, the chat over in Twitch is way more fun than the Twitch the t- t- chat over in YouTube. The YouTube chat makes me afraid. Uh, but the Twitch chat, that's the cool guys. Oh, Speak- I, I, I remember mm-hmm. what I was going to say. Okay. Okay. Uh, the point being Trump leaving it up to the States. That's actually very American. It's that's very American to be like, Hey, right. local governments figure it out. You know? Yep. So I, I kind of commend Trump for that in that like he's decentralized. He's going back to the decentralized nature yeah. of our, uh, rep- the democratic Republic. Exactly. This is not a pro Trump. We're not necessarily no. pro Trump people, even in general. Um, right. but as sort of, you know, if you got to put a label on it, you know, I tend to lean a little bit more libertarian. Uh, the Europeans have uh, kind of a long history of taking American money, but not really having American interests in mind. Um, and Trump is kind of leaning that direction. Um, and who knows? I mean, there's got to be some big, weird things going on in the background. Um, yeah. Speaking of weird, big things going on in the background, our new Twitch followers, Foxlands3, uh, Sosa02, and Linkmaster. Thank you guys for being over on Twitch. Feels like we got a lot of Twitch followers today. I'm loving it, man. This is this is what we need. We got to get our numbers up so we can uh, do our fun, get all our fun Twitch tools. Okay. Um, all right, so there we go. Yeah, Trump pulling out of the WHO vaccine program. We'll see how long. I mean, that is just an... Yeah. The firestorm of that has just barely begun. Yeah, but yep, while yep. we're on some coronavirus news, uh, I want to let's hit that COVID jingle. COVID. COVID. This is an interesting thing that I just thought it was, uh, you know, while we're following the narrative of this whole coronavirus thing, of course, first, young people didn't have to worry about getting it. Then young people didn't have to worry about uh, the uh, the the uh, shoot. Symptoms, symptoms of it, yeah, yep. didn't really affect them too much. Then we had to scare the young people because you could kill mama and pop pop if you uh, if you spread it. So don't go to the beach, y'all, young people. And then and then suddenly young people started getting it, <laughs> and suddenly out of nowhere young people started dying. And this is uh, this is from WAPO, WashingtonPost.com. Young Reliable. people with coronavirus are dying of strokes. U.S. coronavirus wow. toll pops uh, 500,000. Young 50, and middle-aged... Yeah. Young and middle-aged people barely sick with COVID-19 are dying from strokes, physicians report. Doctors say some of the patients didn't even know that they were infected. Once thought to be a pathogen that primarily attacks the lungs, the coronavirus has turned out to be a much more formidable foe, impacting nearly every major organ system in the body. All right. So that is brand new news that it can impact <laughs> nearly every major 
organ system in the body. This came out on April 24th, so three days ago. Three days ago, you know, we are still approaching three million uh, uh, cases in the world, and we must have been approaching, you know, maybe 40,000 deaths in the U.S. or something. How does it take three million people in the world getting sick for us to finally know that it impacts nearly every major organ system in the body? I don't know, man. It's just, okay, moving on. The known coronavirus death toll in the United States has surpassed 50,000. Oh, yeah, there you go. Though the true figure is unknown. No kidding, because they're (laughs) reporting all sorts of stuff as coronavirus deaths that aren't coronavirus deaths. Oh, so man. yeah, I, I like the how they just say it like that. You know, they, they just tell you fifty thousand, well, but we because don't what know. they want to do is say it's surpassed fifty thousand, though the right. true figure is unknown. So that you're that you're left to assume that it's more than fifty thousand, when in reality it's probably significantly less than fifty thousand. Yeah. Anyways, experts have called the soaring U.S. toll in underestimation because the Centers for Disease. Oh my gosh, I'm starting to freak out here. Because the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention counts only fatalities in which the virus is confirmed in a laboratory test, and state health officials have divergent methods for counting COVID-19 victims. Hey, at least they're admitting some of this stuff now. I guess. Yeah, it's, but it's, they're uh... still giving the assumption that this is an <laughs> underestimation. I and know, but they're yeah, it's context, I guess. But yeah, it's yeah. so twisty, man. These Wapo people are so twisty with the way that they present this stuff. All right, here are some significant developments, according to the Washington Post. President Trump claimed Friday that he was speaking sarcastically when he suggested disinfectants might be used <laughs> inside the human body. The federal government scrambled Friday to stave off a potential wave of public health emergency sparked by Trump's dangerous suggestion. You know what? If anybody thought that that was for real, you deserve to inject bleach. Okay, that's a little harsh. I take that back. But seriously, come on, people. Um, House Democrats plan to act swiftly in the next coronavirus relief package, but uh, President Trump has been unclear about his priorities. Notice how it's just all President Trump. Uh, creating an uncertain path forward. Meanwhile, the Congressional Budget Office delivered a great economic trauma that lasts into the next year. Yeah, no kidding. Didn't take a congressional budget office to tell us that this would ruin the economy. The Food and Drug Administration warned Friday that people should not take chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine to treat COVID-19 out of a hospital or normal clinical trial, citing reports serious heart rhythm problems. We've known this for a while. Uh, of course, get a doctor. to get, There's plenty of doctors out there that'll give you hydroxychloroquine in the Z-Pack if... Uh, if indeed uh, coronavirus is real and you have it. AutoNation, a Fortune 5 company that runs a network of auto sellers, received nearly $95 million in federal small business funds, according to internal company documents and two company employees. Okay, I guess just want to throw in a fact that a company got some small business funds. Cool. Trump said he would not approve an emergency loan for the U.S. Postal Service if it did not immediately raise its prices for package delivery. Postal Service uh, famously getting taken advantage of by Amazon, who pays no corporate taxes. Um, Amazon is the reason that the U.S. Postal Service is going out of business. Trump spoke Friday with the president of Ecuador and pledged to provide the Latin American country with ventilators a day after health authorities there reported 11,000 new infections due to a delay in testing. 
there you go. In an article about uh, young people dying with coronavirus, we just got to throw in a long laundry list of uh, unrelated coronavirus news. But there you go. I, you know what? I'm trying. I try so hard not to be the like, nope, WAPO's fake. It's all fake. Everything's fake. You know, I try to see the subtlety in the way things are presented because that's how they lie is in, is in the presentation and the, the twistiness. Um, and I think that's still the case here and just the, yeah. the way that things are put together. But it's, uh, I just feel insulted. I feel insulted by WAPO. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sad when people really believe all this stuff. And, uh, you know, take it, well, take just, it it's reality. not even a matter of like believing it. It's just not taking a second to think about it in the context of everything else, you know, well, yeah. you know, it's just like, a, it, you know what it is. It's the, and I'll just use WAPO as the example here, but you can apply this to a lot of mainstream media. It's like people who, who believe everything that they're told on mainstream outlets, um, or not even mainstream outlets, you know, there are certainly uh, misinformation happening on YouTube and everywhere else. That's something we all got to keep in mind just because they're not CNN doesn't mean they're not lying. Uh, but it's almost like information is being delivered as if it's a patch in software where it doesn't matter what your previous understanding of the situation was. You're expected to completely override it and ignore logic and just update it with the new patch of information and then start operating on that. And the problem is when you start looking back at past patches, things stop making sense. It's like there's not a cohesive stream of logical information. They're just like, yeah, no, just, here's yeah, a completely new set of information. Here it is, update, update the software, and uh, this is your life now, this is what you believe. Ignore the, everything else. It's like the whole uh, memory eraser thing from Men in Black. Every time you open a WAPO article, it's like nothing yeah. exists but what I am told I here. I don't know. Um, I just got fired up. It it was very insulting. It's okay. You, there's a lot. There's a few people in the the chat, um, especially from YouTube, that are upset that we're not giving YouTube shoutouts. Mm. So uh, that, uh, I don't even know how to do that. Um, well, you just, can just read say their the name. Yeah, read the people name. Problem I know Marty for Jesus at one the Christ point, is always in there. Hold on. The problem is, at one point or another, all these YouTube people have been mean to me. So, if you want <laughs> to give, are mean to you. I don't want yeah, to shout out to people who are really mean, mean to me. That yeah, that is true. People are really mean. To yeah, Basil, I'll which, start uh, giving yeah, you shout outs. A lot of lot of hard opinions. I'll start giving you shout outs when I see some nice things in the YouTube. There you go. Throw it. There you go, Thomas Gonzalez. Love your videos and God bless you and everyone. That's right. That's the attitude we need over on the YouTube. Deborah Conrad said, I don't All need right. a shout out, dude. So shout out to Deborah. Ha ha. Got, Got you, you. Deborah. And there's Sandra <laughs> Martin, Mark Stanley. There was a, there was one with a good good handle, uh, something with a sheep in it. Where'd you go? That's uh, Yeah. Anyway. I don't think, I think you're reading this message from Mark here. Talking about sheep. No, no, no. There was a there was a YouTube. Somebody on YouTube had a handle with like the sheep something. It was a good name. Yeah. I, I, I want to see it. Say something. Okay. All right. Not happening. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's all the nice comments coming. <laughs> the live good stream. Job, YouTube. Don't listen to these YouTube haters. Basil, you're doing great. Thanks, Calvin. Calvin gets a shout out. All right. 
what do we what do we got for cool. more news? Whoa, my my virtual reality hand is completely Are we out done? of control. I think we're done. You know, let me say something. Um, first off, we're we're showing the Canary Cry dot community up there. If you're uh, interested in going, uh, you know, going off social media, uh, going off the Facebooks and the Twitters and all that, come join us at Canary Cry dot community. That's the actual URL. And uh, join all the people that are Do talking it. about uh, all the things we talk about here. Um, but, you know, no censorship here. No, uh, I don't know. No, no lib Joes. Ah, maybe there's some lib Joes in there, but you're not going to get a whole lot of the uh, the craziness that you see on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, but let me actually, let me say um, a story. Let me, let me tell you a story, Basil. I was talking to, I was talking to a <laughs> okay. buddy of mine, a good friend, um, lifelong friend. Uh-huh. And he wholeheartedly believes that he had the coronavirus back in, I think he said November. Mm. Now he, um, he had suffered from asthma all his life and um, mm-hmm. his, his wife has a coworker that uh, traveled and traveled to China just a month or two before. And uh, her and her parents went through Wuhan. They were in Wuhan and hung mm. out there and then came home and got uh, my buddy's wife sick. She was sick, really sick. And, and, and my friend, you know, he's, he's a strong, he's a strong man. He's like, I ain't going to get sick. Um, and he got, and then he got really sick and, uh, like clockwork, uh, two weeks into it, he got to the point where he had to actually go to the hospital and and get, you know, uh, certain, um, help to breathe, uh, some steroids and things to, to open up his lungs and everything else. And he's, he said he put on a ventilator. He did not. He did not. Oh, uh, but he, yeah, but he, you know, he felt, he said he was felt like he was, he wasn't going to make it. For sheep's sake, that's the that's the YouTube handle. That's a good handle. Okay, okay but anyway, so um, and so he really believes he had it, and um, you know, it, he he said he's going to get his test, the antibody test, um, and he said he was miserable, and, yeah. and so I was trying to explain to him like, hey, there's a couple different strains, and he probably got the really bad strain, especially if if you know you you had direct contact with someone that was in Wuhan, so. Yeah. You know, I really do think that this thing was in America, especially like the West Coast where I am. I, th- it was here. I guarantee you it was here. And I'm, I'm really curious to find out some of the antibody tests. Uh, I, that- I'm pretty excited about the antibody test, too. As you know, and some listeners may know, mid-February, I got super sick with what I thought was a flu, um, but they couldn't identify it. They just, you know gave me some stuff and said to go lay in bed for a week. I think I missed a show even over it. Um, but yeah, I was super sick mid February and that was like, you know, mid February, we barely, I think maybe we had just heard about, uh, the diamond princess. Uh, you know, there right. was no thoughts that it could have come to the United States, but yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I think you're right. I'm, uh, I'm pretty yeah. excited to get my antibody test. Yeah. And, uh, I'm- I'm pretty sure it was here. I'm pretty sure a bunch of people had it. Everybody I knew was sick. I woke up a couple of days feeling a little woozy, but I never, I never got you know too bad. But um, you know, there's a lot of people who think it's fake, and certainly I think a lot of the uh, the response to it has been absolutely uh, part of the, the propaganda machine sure. and everything else. Um, and, and you know, the 2.2 million dying and all that kind of stuff. No, it's nonsense. Uh, but there probably was some kind of flu strain that got out that uh, was a little bit more intense than what people are used to uh, each year. But, you know, uh, again, um, 
There was a time there, January, February, where pretty much the entire city of Los Angeles was sick. Oh my gosh. You, you have, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how many people in the chat uh, are from California, but I guarantee if you lived, especially in Southern California, where I am mm-hmm. guaranteed, everyone around you was sick. Like no joke. There was, I felt like I was, uh, I was invincible in some ways. Cause I, I wasn't getting sick. Even my, uh, my little baby got sick too. Yeah. Um, which, right. which lasted only about a day, but you know what? Hey, we're good. We're good to go. We're not going to, we're not going to, uh, the, the, the truth be told, the crash of the economy is going to kill more people than the virus, yeah, which is unfortunate, you know, but we'll that's, that's the reality. I'm keeping an eye on this. Uh, uh, my, my current focus is on this whole food supply chain thing. Yeah. Um, because, you know, that's kind of the, I'm not going to say the next thing, but definitely something to keep an eye on with the economy going this way. Well, yeah. Um, the, the, do you think the bottom is in with the, some of the, the big stock market stuff? I personally don't think it I is. I possibly claim to know anything about that. I, I only I only say that because every single crash has a little recovery, and then it, and then it goes yeah, really bad. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, just just look out for that. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. Of course, they're printing yeah. a lot more money. We'll, we'll see. Um, We're, we but, got the uh, trillion I, I, dollar yeah. coin they're talking about printing again to pay for everything, oh, which uh, we'll great. talk about some other time. Coin. That's a whole other entertaining thing. Okay. Um, but while we yep. start to wrap up, Gons, what do you what do you think? Are you good to wrap up soon? Do you want to? Ser- Why don't you look around see if there's anything else you want to talk about while I give a few more shout outs and talk about some fun stuff? Okay. Well, I actually, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of YouTube shout outs. Uh, <laughs> people saying nice things. I like it. Fail forward fast. Basil's going hard in the paint. That's right. Lahoma Garbit. Love your big bright eyes. Sexy. Thank <laughs> hey, you. somebody Thank that you. likes. I like your that. Eyes. I know you might be the first one followed by a wink, wink and a little heart kissy. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Um, let's see. Any, any more nice things being said? Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube, man, you guys are yeah. just brutal. Yeah, that's okay and just another reminder everybody if you're watching on youtube you're giving you're giving susan wajiki all your attention and filling up her pocketbook here's the thing head over to twitch.tv slash canary cry radio it's where all the cool kids are at uh we are trying to get our follower count up our viewership up on twitch because we are your essential employees and twitch is here it's right uh, Margaret92 coming in as a Twitch follower. Thank you very much. And here's the thing, Gons. Uh, also, we there's other ways of supporting us. And don't log off, people. Stay around. All sorts of more fun stuff. But uh, uh, Patreon. We do have a Patreon. We've had a Patreon running for a couple years. And, uh, you know, it's it's another sort of uh, leg in the, the tripod that supports us so we can continue to do these shows. We do not believe in taking corporate money for, uh, if, to get paid for your attention, to sell your attention to corporations. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, okay, buddy, small-time YouTube podcaster, you've only been doing this for eight years. Why would a corporation <laughs> want to give you money? Well, let me tell you, we get we actually get uh, propositioned, and I think yeah. that's the correct word for that's it. That's the word. We, yep. We get propositioned uh, for some significant advertising once in a while, uh, both from secular and Christian uh, companies, and uh, it's been hard to stand by that 
promise that we made a long time ago before we knew any better <laughs> not to uh, do any advertising. But because of that, uh, we we hope that our listeners appreciate and honor our choice not to advertise to them, to sell their attention for our own personal gain. And one way, if you want to help keep this show going, is that patreon.com slash ccnt. That's uh, patreon.com slash ccnt, like Canary Cry News Talk. And I want to give some shout-outs because uh, we didn't do any live shows last week. I don't remember if we did any Patreon um, shout-outs on the podcast. Mm. And just so everybody knows, if you don't see us go live, um, there's still a really good chance that we still recorded a podcast. So go to your podcast player and search for Canary Cry News Talk and Canary Cry Radio. Subscribe to those because even if we're not going live, we're still posting stuff on the podcast, our, our first home. Um, but I want to give a shout out to Kurt. Thank you, Kurt, as a new pledge. And someone. Thank you, Kurt. So, their just name is someone. someone. Thank you, someone. Someone. For your pledge. I like um, that. Let's see. We had an upgraded pledge by Madeline. Thank you so much, Madeline. Madeline. Thank you, Madeline. A new pledge by Amy. Amy. Thank you, Amy. Um, an upgraded pledge by Bibi. BB, hey, that's the name of my cat. Yeah, I think that takes us all the way back to our last live stream. So thank you. Cool. Uh, thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. But here's the thing. If you don't like uh, Patreon, we totally get it. We uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of questionable things about Patreon, and some people don't like it, and that's totally cool. You can also go to canarycryradio.com/support. And there, you can make one-time donations. You can do uh, PayPal. There's all sorts of fun ways to do it. I think we even have uh, some cryptocurrency stuff. You can go to canarycryradio.com crypto, right? That's a URL we have. No, uh, yes, you can, you can go there. And then if you're tech savvy enough, you can go to canarycry.crypto uh, on the decentralized web, IPFS, if anybody is uh, technical enough to understand what all mm -hmm. that is. It's uh, it's a, it's 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 the internet of the future, not centralized, yes. not controlled. Because you know, Basil, there's one company that owns all the dot coms. Did you know this? People out there, ooh, mm -hmm. what was that? Something very loud happened out there, like a car house? crash or something. Um, ooh, spooky. I think so. Yeah. Uh, there's one company named Verisign that owns all the dot com, dot edu, and dot gov extensions. Which means that, that that's the reason why everybody has to pay every year to own a .com domain. And um, some of these people in the decentralized world, they're, they're starting to see that and recognize that and try to move away from that and give sole ownership of certain web mm -hmm. domains to the people. And that's what uh, places like Unstoppable Domains is doing. And so if you want to send us cri uh, crypto, if you want to send us Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, Dash, and Zillica, I think there's like one more, you can send it if you know how to use certain wallets uh, to canarycry.crypto. It's the future, Basil. We're, we're pretty early with all that stuff. We're in the future, we're in the future. The future but, uh, is now. Right. But uh, So there you go. If you want to do that, canarycry.crypto, we accept cryptocurrencies as well and um there we go uh, i think that's somebody it. Oh, in the twitch uh said gonzo's being nabbed live 
that I mean, was the nabbed. sound of the SWAT team breaking in. Oh yeah, that yeah, that you. was really loud. I don't know what happened. I gotta go check that out. Um, somebody this in might the, be the last time we see you. Gons. Somebody in it's Twitch really been a pleasure. Defiant Kitty said, "I do Bitcoin mining." So uh, that's actually um, that'll be interesting because uh, in a couple weeks here, the uh, the rewards per block solved is getting cut in half. Yeah, once again, in contact. Yeah, Defiant so, Kitty. Uh, Let us know what's up. There's a, usually a little capitulation that happens afterwards, and some miners have to go offline because they can't afford to to keep mining anymore. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But that being said, yes, go here. CanaryCryRadio.com slash support. That's right. Okay, we'll give uh, one more Twitch shout out to Tartarian Queen. Sh- uh, dumped YouTube. For us, for, for right. Twitch. Love it. Uh, the, you know, um, since we're here, I'm, I'm going to do this because we have like a couple more minutes here. Uh, Garth was asking if um, what my thoughts are on the Rockefellers getting out of the oil business. That's something we didn't report on this on this uh, news talk. It's something we should have. Yeah, yeah um, true that. But uh, yeah, it's interesting because obviously a lot of these you know big time uh, families got rich with the oil industry early on. And because of you know, the, the crash of the oil prices and stuff that we, we, you know, we didn't stream last week, so we didn't really get to talk about it. But, uh, uh, first off, I don't know why I'm still paying for gas when it's, when it went negative <laughs> on those futures contracts. But, uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm interested to, I'm, I'm less interested in them leaving the oil industry. I'm more interested in what they're actually moving into. You know, what, what are they moving all their mm, focus that into? That would be telling, wouldn't it? Yeah. So maybe start looking into that and see what, what uh, the Rockefellers are doing with their tremendous amount of wealth and power now that they're publicly at least getting out of oil. I wonder if they're getting into some uh, cold fusion tech maybe or some- Bitcoin, uh, baby. Uh, it's all about Bitcoin. Bitcoin, Bitcoin or some- uh, um, I'm thinking, because I'm thinking energy source, maybe there's, um, I don't know, electromagnetic energy that they're going to- I don't know. Who knows? But- Keep an yeah, eye on that's what they're a big doing. deal. It's a big deal to get out of the oil industry. That's basically fueled that uh, family's, you know, uh, world domination world, forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that and banking, right? Um, okay, sounds good. You got anything else? I did actually. I'll do one more thing. I oh, actually good, wanted yeah. to do a little scripture real quick because we, you know, just just to balance things out here. And uh, Ecclesiastes eight. Uh, verses 14 through 17. I'm reading the uh, BSB version just because it just reads a little easier for me. There is a futility that is done on the earth. There are righteous men who get what the actions of the wicked deserve, and there are wicked men who get what the actions of the righteous deserve. I say that this too is futile. So I commended the enjoyment of life because there's nothing better for a man under the sun than to eat and drink and be merry. For this joy will accompany him in his labor during the days of his life that God gives him under the sun. When I applied my mind to know wisdom and to observe the task that one performs on the earth, though his eyes do not see sleep in the day or even in the night, I saw every work of God and that a man is unable to comprehend the work that is done under the sun. Despite his efforts to search it out, he cannot find its meaning. Even if the wise man claims to know, he is unable to comprehend. So uh, God works in mysterious ways, Basil, but, you know, uh, we should enjoy our time here because we don't know. We, we never know when things are going to end. 
And despite all this fear mongering going on and all these people waking up to all the craziness happening, you know, there's got to be some joy in the Lord because that's what's going to keep us moving forward. Amen, brother. Very good. And while you look for that, uh, <laughs> that fellowship jingle, um, just to let <laughs> uh, people know, here's the thing. I got another podcast called The Joy Spiracy Theory. Been doing it for a few years. Created it uh, specifically to have conversations with listeners of Canary Cry Radio and Canary Cry News Talk. Um, talk about uh, what's doing in their life, what they've gone through. Really incredible. Always stunned by the lives of our listeners and how they've come out of it. Uh, when they started waking up to all the the, uh, the things that there are to wake up to in this world. Uh, it's really a really rewarding uh, show for me to create, and um, I think you're going to love it. So go to your podcast player or, I guess, YouTube. They're on YouTube. Also, The Joy Spiracy Theory. That's uh, like conspiracy theory, just with joy instead of con. Um, check it out and enjoy. And uh, Gons, you good? Let's invite some dudes over in fellowship tonight. Yeah, that's right. And if you want to support us, remember we got patreon.com slash CCNT, canarycryradio.com slash support, and uh, make sure it's not too late. Go to Twitch. Follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash canarycryradio. We need to average 75 viewers over on Twitch, and with the hundreds and hundreds that are watching now all over the internet, uh, if just a few of you went over and watched on Twitch, that would really help us get to where we need to go with our Twitch numbers. So thank you so much. And here's the thing, folks. You can leave a rating and a review wherever you are. Go to your podcast player. Any place you can leave a review about Canary Cry News Talk or Canary Cry Radio, please do. It's very important. It tells all the algorithms and the iTunes robots to share our show. Uh, with people who might not have heard it already. It's very valuable. I, uh, I cannot stress enough how valuable it is when people leave ratings and reviews. So please do that. You're all watching live right now, but this will also be on our podcast feed. So if you're listening later, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. That's a huge thing. The best way to support us is to take an episode of this show, send it to a friend. That's right, grab him by the cage and shake it. The end of the world occurred pretty much as we had predicted. I want to shake things up, stir up some controversy, rattle a few cages. Hey, stop that! Don't ever silence me. I'm the last angry man, a crusader for the little guy. Leave the bird alone. Never rattle a few cages. The human race will have every opportunity to improve. And if they don't? Ask Noah. Ask Noah. That's right, folks. Go out there, rattle some cages. That's what we're here for. Send us an email if you do get to rattle some cages. We'll uh, working on some maybe rattle rattle some cages merit badge or something. Um, but or if always, your cage was rattled. Or if your cage was rattled, yes. If you're a new listener and your your cage is newly rattled, let us know. Um, but that's all we have for today, folks. Thank you for the live listeners over on Face Like the Sun YouTube, Canary Cry Radio YouTube, Canary Cry Radio, and Canary Cry Community Facebook channel. It's 
well as uh, some Periscope people tuning in. Thank you guys so much. It means a lot to do this live. We're going to be doing our best to get back at it on a regular schedule Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So make sure to tune in this Wednesday for another episode of Canary Cry News Talk. But until then, all together now, think outside the cage.